Hey everybody, welcome back to One Mic, where I watch shit so you don't have to. And today I'm here to talk about Season 2, Episode 8 of Apple TV's Ted Lasso, entitled Man City. Man, what a, what a great episode. I absolutely love this episode. Um, so much great work was done here, and I, I've got to eat a little crow. Um, you know, I, I do and I don't. Uh, you know, I had issues in previous episodes of them uh, skipping over uh, what I, moments that I wanted to see. And one that I've cited continuously was the was the fact that Sam had his whole protest about that oil company from that ad campaign he dropped out of and he 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 questioned Nigeria's leadership all this kind of stuff and nothing ever came out of that we went to the next episode and we were however far along in the future and I felt like that was something that I wanted to see what happened there and here we go today uh in today's episode which for the record uh I've already watched twice I thought it was that great of an episode. And then uh, secondly, I found out that I've always assumed that on the East Coast, it didn't uh, it didn't come out on Apple TV until 3 o'clock Eastern, midnight Pacific. It comes out at midnight here. So I, <laughs> I watched it at midnight, and then I watched it again um, maybe about an hour ago. But, you know, they, they, they handled that. And, and I like the fact that even though they waited to see how that was handled, I like the fact that it, it, it kind of... Uh, it coincided with Jamie having specific issues, uh, not specific issues, but like the, the situation with his father coming back up to the surface, right? Because they're playing Man City, his father's going to be around, you know, they, they he's getting texts from his father, you know, hey, I want tickets to the game, yada, yada. So while Jamie's dealing with disapproval from his father and dislike for his father, he's overhearing Sam getting accolades from his father for doing the right thing and doing something to help people. And that had to have hurt Jamie even more. And I like the fact that, you know, at the time I was upset. Like, you know, how are you just going to skip over that? That was an important thing. But they they brought it back around. And they and they put it in a place where I felt like it was a good place to put it. You know, would it have been wrong to put it in, in, you know, in the following episode that week? Not at all. But does it help to where you can have that juxtaposition between, uh, you know, Sam getting the good good news from his father and getting respect and love and adulation uh, while at the same time you have Jamie uh, deeply concerned about having to deal with his father during this game. So I really like how they handled that, you know, and, and you know, I, I talked last week about skipping over, uh, you know, talking about skipping over Ted's sessions with Sharon. And when, you know, at the end of last week's episode, it looked like he was finally turning a corner. You know, it looked like he was about to, you know, actually start opening up. And then they cut to a different scene and we never came back. And that really pissed me off. And, um, I don't. I wasn't wrong in that moment in the sense of like, you know, they they didn't show it point blank. Period. They they skipped over that session. We didn't get to see it. But I do like the fact that we 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 had a big reveal with Ted this week, and the way this plays out uh, narratively over the course of the season, it's like you you kind of see him kind of like you know inching forward a little bit, being you know completely closed off to the idea to where now he's in her office. Still closed off to the idea verbally, but he is there, present in her office, which shows a, a desire to have some sort of interaction to, you know, he worked through that last week. And then at the end of this episode, he does reveal something to her. So um, I got to eat crow on those two things. You know, I, I shit on the, I didn't shit on the show, but I, you know, I said that, you know, I didn't like those, those things that, that were happening and they did skip over those things, but 
it looks like they skipped over them with the purpose of uh, putting them to better use in future episodes. So that I will eat crow on. Like, I, I was wrong there. I fucked up. Well, I can't, I'm not going to say I fucked up. But, like, you know, um, they, they, they had a plan. And, and I have mainly rolled with their plan for the majority of this season. I've never questioned whether or not they were going to, you know, eventually get the Ted's pain. You know, all that kind of stuff. But, hey, I, 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 was, I will say I was wrong on that one. They, they they did skip over that stuff, but they skipped over it to put it to better use later. So um, I was very, very pleased with that. But about this episode, uh, absolutely love this episode. I thought this episode did so many, so many great things. When I saw that it was like 45 minutes long, I thought, oh boy, like, like this, could be a, this could be a heavy one. And it was, but man, so many great moments in this episode. Like I think this is one of the better, best episodes of the whole series, let alone this season. It's easily the best episode of this season. But the the I, I this is one of the best episodes of the series in my opinion so far. So let me go over some of the great things that I thought that they did in this episode. Um, starting with Sharon, you know we see at the beginning that she has a therapist that she talks to, and her, <laughs> according to her therapist, she doesn't like Ted very much. You know he's refusing to open up, and the, the therapist tells you know maybe you should reveal something about yourself first to kind of like help get him to open up, and. You know, Sharon, you know, begrudgingly agrees. She goes on a bike ride and she gets hit by a car. And Ted, you know, shows up at the office. He's being Ted. And then, like, him being Ted almost was, like, a little bit cringy because now we know that she doesn't particularly like him that much. Whereas, you know, we feel like we like Ted. Everybody fucking likes Ted. Who doesn't like Ted? So, like, to find out that she doesn't really like him, it makes him being himself in that moment almost feel, like, kind of cringe because you're like, oh, my God, she's probably hating this right now. And um, but I, I, I really like that. So uh, later on the episode, she reveals to Ted that she was scared after she got hit by the car because, you know, her riding a bike is her thing. That's her getaway. She loves it. That's her her special place. And she felt like she would be too scared to ever do that again. Like if she she would lose her passion for bikes. And that was her her moment of opening up to Ted from what we heard at the beginning of the episode, which was recommended to her by her therapist. Or friend, I don't know. I can't recall if it was a therapist. I assumed it was a therapist, but it could have been a friend. Um, and then, yeah, and then Ted has his reveal later, which I'll, I'll, I'll talk about that a little bit later as well. Um, so I mentioned already we had the situation with Sam's dad. I thought that was a great scene, having him hear that and then having that, you know, uh, cross-cut, not, not cross-cut, but like juxtaposed with uh, what Jamie was dealing with with his father and that was also a nice scene too because like when the when the camera pulls back a little bit and we see the uh, we see the uh the bar on on Colin's neck and Jamie's just sitting there like not paying attention because he's looking at Sam I thought that was a nice way to add a a little bit of humor into what you could tell was a very uh troubling moment for Jamie um so uh, one of the other great things that I thought that they did in this episode was everything they did with Roy. And I, and I keep saying this every week, but like Roy is the best character on the show, right? Like I'm not alone on that. Like Ted is great. We all love Ted. The show's built around Ted. Ted was incredible in season one. And they're, give, they're starting to give Ted some great stuff to do right now. But Roy is, Roy is incredible. Like, like uh, what's his name? Brett Goldstein. What a great job he's doing with this character. And I love what the writers did, too, with this this whole situation with Phoebe swearing in class. Because, you know, one, I thought it was very funny, the thing where he's, she's like, where do you think he got this from? And he's just like, <laughs> he's like, me? <laughs> like, she's like, yeah. He's like, fuck. <laughs> like, that's something that I would do. But um, and I thought that was a funny moment. But what I really liked about what they did with Roy, uh, as far as, as it pertains to the Phoebe swearing thing, is when he tells her that she can't swear anymore, she goes, but you do it. 
And then, like, like I was already prepared for Roy to say something like, yeah, but I'm an adult, and, I, you know, I can do those sorts of things, and, and you're a kid, and you can't do... Like, given the kind of, like, the dismissive kind of answers that we tend to... We parents tend to give kids sometimes. And, and you know, I try to avoid that with my kids. I, you know, I, I don't do the uh, because I said so unless it really is, like, a because I said so situation. But, like, you know, I, I, I like to explain things to my kids. I talk to them like they're adults, like they're smart people. I don't talk to them like children. Um, and... I really like the fact that Roy didn't give that answer. Roy said, you know, for me, you know, swearing has never inhibited me from doing what I want to do. You know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a footballer. It's, it's perfectly fine in my profession. It's encouraged in my profession. But you can't be a, a scientist or a doctor or whatever. Like, he, he, he made it relatable to her. Like, you know, it's okay within my profession. It's not going to harm me from doing what I want to do. But that could harm you from being who you want to be. And I thought that was, a, like, one, a great lesson but two, I just really, really like the fact that he didn't just default to, you know, I'm an adult and I can do that and you're a kid and you can't. Uh, so I thought that was great. I love how, uh, how she said something like, um, uh, can we, we'll both start cursing, stop swearing. He goes, fuck that. I thought that was nice. But yeah, I thought they handled that really, really well. I thought that was a great scene. I love seeing Roy kind of, uh, be the, the, uh, surrogate father to Phoebe that, that we all know him to be. So really great stuff there. Um, oh, another, so many great moments in this episode. So many, so many interesting things to talk about, but I don't want to turn this into a half hour video. We got the Sam and Rebecca, uh, I don't want to say reveal, but the moment we've been waiting for, it's re their reveal. It's a reveal for them, not for us. And, and I, I'm going to Ted Lasso group on Facebook. And after they revealed that Sam was the person that, that Rebecca had been messaging, you know, a lot of people were just very uncomfortable with that. Like he's, she's way, she's way older than he is. That's his boss. Like this is not a good idea for a relationship. They had the same problem if it had been Ted. Like that's her, that's his boss. Yada yada yada. And I like the fact that the show had Rebecca almost like address all of the things that were said on the internet <laughs> in her in her rebuttal to Sam when they first realized who the other person is. And I that shows. Uh, that shows how in tune they are with their audience because, you know, that was complaining that happened after they revealed that like a week ago. Like that was, it's not like that was in response to what they saw on the internet. This was written and filmed however long ago. So that was something that they knew, like these are all the potential issues here. Let's put those out on the table. And I, I like the fact that they addressed all of those things, but then they also still ultimately decided to move these two characters forward. Um, I, I'm confident that they'll handle this well. Um, it'll, it'll probably have a strange situation where it's like, uh, you know, she, like Rebecca has to make a choice about Sam that would be an easier choice to make where he, where they not seeing each other, like something like that might happen. Like maybe he needs to be benched or something. And she's like, uh, no, no, keep him in. Or, you know, something where something that's going to make it awkward, uh, to, to, to be in a situation with him, but I'm confident they're going to handle it well. I thought they handled it well in this episode. The idea of like, you know, Hey, uh, we know what the issues are here, but Let's just spend some time together since we're already here. It, of course, went well, as they probably should have known that it would. They tried to prevent it from, uh, you know, from going farther. Rebecca took it. was a, it was, it was a little heavy-handed, uh, Sam's, uh, <laughs> Sam's interview after that game. That it, that was so spot on to their specific relationship situation. It was a little, it was a little, uh, a little bit uh, too on the nose, but um, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll take it. But. 
you know, and, and they, they had a nice moment at the end there with, with him being already being at the door, which I thought was interesting because I'm like, was he just standing out there? Like, just whether she, like, what if she had never texted him? Would he just been standing out there? Like, like what was he doing? Like, like it's a great moment, it, you know, while you're watching it. But, like, if you think about it practically, how the fuck does that work? Like, because like, like, if she, te if, like, does he live next door and she texted him and he was able to get over there fast? Like, though, the only way is that he was already there, but she texted him first. So like, what if she had not, what if she watched the interview and said nothing? Like Sam just standing outside the door for like, <laughs> till the morning, like, oh shit, this plan didn't work out. But I let that go because I, I thought it was nice. I like the, uh, I like the whole haircut thing. That was pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I'm confident the show will handle this fairly well. Um, I, I'm, I'm pleased that they had, uh, had the character in universe, Rebecca, address all of the issues that the fandom might have. And then they they move forward in a way that felt natural and felt real. So I was uh I was pleased by that. Uh, and then um what my probably my favorite thing of the episode um you know after the game and I'm I'm gonna pose a question about the game in my thoughts at the end of the video. But you know after the game Jamie's father comes in totally berates Jamie, um and it gets pretty awkward in front of the whole team. Everyone's having their uh kind of like. <laughs> awkward face shot where they're just like oh man this is fucking weird and um yeah they they they, they get into fisticuffs man he, uh the the jamie's dad calls him a pussy and turns him around and jamie hits him and uh i love i love what coach beers is like watch the door and like literally throws him into it <laughs> and i was like oops <laughs> i thought that was nice but um to have roy walk over there to him like that and hug him that was probably one of the most beautiful moments i've ever seen on television man like Shit's creek had a lot of really good moments like that but um that was like i almost teared up watching that because like that's how again and i talk about this over and over and over you can't get moments like that if you don't properly uh build up your characters and give them those uh those moments where we, where we learn who they are we built up like a history with them and then you can have those big moments and Shit's Creek did that so well and a lot of shows do that they force it and they like like they 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 purposely try to give you like a tearjerker moment but it's not earned it's not it, it, and and Shit's Creek did a great job of having earned moments that 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 exist because of how we we've watched these characters journeys right and this moment was so earned and it was so beautiful because we all know what Jamie's been through with his father. We all know what Jamie has been through with Roy, how those two have butted heads. They're, they're in journeys. And to have Roy be the one that comes over there and like, I see that I am needed here and I'm going to and I'm willing to, to, to give what is needed in this moment. I thought it was such a beautiful moment. And, and it's like it's one of those things where it's like you do that earlier on in the show and you might go, oh, that's nice. But like when you when you see when you when you know everything that those two have been through and you know the kind of person that Jamie is, how hard it would be for him to open up like that to actually cry in someone's arms, and you know how uh, tough of an exterior Roy has and how how hard it would be for him to do something like that, and then combine that with the fact that these two have been at each other's throats for the entirety of the series, but they all that was put aside to to say you know I'm here for you because I know how hard that must be. To, to have a father who does this and like like it, that was such a great moment and, and oh my god like I, I I was almost tearing up in that I was I was I was really really impressed with that they were able to do that and then like I said I was going to talk about it earlier then we see Ted storm off and then Ted hops on the phone calls Sharon 
and admits that his father killed himself when he was 16, when Ted was 16. And wow, like, <laughs> like I, now I want to know what was actually said on that phone call about Henry in, uh, it was either the last episode or the one before that. What was actually said? Because uh, we know he didn't forget his lunch. It was something, like, ever since that conversation, uh, Ted has been, uh, you know, having these panic attacks or whatever. And I'm wondering if, if uh, oh, man, I, 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 I shudder to think, I don't even want to verbalize it, but I shudder to think what they might have said uh, to him over the phone about Henry that would have prompted him to react like that, uh, fake what he heard or lie about what he was told and then start having panic attacks, especially, you know, panic attacks that involve fathers. You know, we, we the first time during that last game, you know, he's hearing, overhearing uh, Jamie's father berating him, which we saw in season one. And then now in response to Jamie's situation with his father, now, it ha you know, he, he freaks out again. And uh, I, I shudder to think what was what was said there. I, I'm assuming we'll find out, but uh, I'm not looking forward to it. It's probably gonna be pretty, pretty tough to hear. So, um, yeah, great moment for Ted. Uh, yeah, they just crushed the ending of that episode. Like the Roy, the Roy and Jamie moment, the Ted moment, and then the uh, romantic moment with Sam and Rebecca at the end. Uh, they 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 knocked it out of the park here. So, um, what I what I wanted to uh, I guess pose as a question, and it's not really a question that I feel like we can collectively answer. Uh, we might find out, we might not. I wonder why they chose to have Richmond lose the game so badly. Because you could have just, you, like, we know it's a big game, right? They could have lost it five to four, and it would have, we, we would have felt the hurt there. But they chose to have the team get uh, demolished. And you could have had it be five four, still had Jamie, maybe had Jamie do something that, that caused them to lose, and still have that same scene with the father in the locker room afterward. It didn't have to be a situation where they got, you know, the shit kicked out of them. So I wonder why they chose to have Richmond not even be competitive in that game. And I, I, I don't know. I don't know if that's something that will be addressed going forward. But, um, and I don't necessarily need it to be. Because, uh, you know, the result of the game is the result. And, and we got some great stuff afterwards. But, like, I just I just found myself wondering after watching it. Like, why did they choose to have it be so bad? Um I don't know. Maybe we'll find out next week's episode. Looks like it's going to be. Uh, we're going to see the results of Co Coach Beard leaving, deciding that he wants to, you know, go out on the town and, and deal with this loss. Maybe we'll find out there. He seemed to be pretty upset about Ted saying it is what it is or, wh or whatever. I've always hated that. There was a time when the Pistons uh, were really good and they would lose some games every now and then. And I felt like the team had that kind of attitude. Like, oh, well, it is what it is. Like, we can turn it on. We know we can beat anybody. And I'm like, don't handle losing big games like that easily. You know, that that's that was off-putting to me. And that was off-putting to me, too, when Ted said that. And they, they, they kind of undercut Coach Beard being mad about it by having him fall over that, that wall or whatever. But um, he was clearly not happy. And he was uh, clearly even more unhappy with Ted's apathy toward it. So uh, there's a whole lot of shit that they got to work out. I'm looking forward to seeing it. But yeah, um, to recap, I was wrong about a, about a couple of things. If you, <laughs> I've already gone over that. Um, this is probably one of the better episodes of the series, in my opinion. Definitely the best of the season. Um, I feel like the Roy uh, Jamie scene was probably one of the most beautiful scenes I've ever seen. Like it, it was an incredibly, uh, incredibly powerful scene. And and yeah, they just did a lot of great stuff here. So 
uh, thumbs up on this episode. Incredible episode. And I'm looking to see how they finished the last four out. Uh, I heard that these first eight were the only ones that were given to uh, to critics to see. So we're all going to experience 9, 10, 11, and 12 together for the first time. There's critics who've seen it this far. So uh, I guess we'll see what happens. And I'll see you guys next week. Peace.